0: Welcome to Heads Up Hockey. It is all things hockey talk and all things centric around the game. And it's also New Jersey Devils talk as well. And please enjoy the show. Welcome back everybody to Heads Up Hockey. This is Jersey Joe once again. Welcome back to the Garden State of Hockey. It is a wonderful Game three, game four, it is in the books. I'm telling you, people, it ain't over till the Polka lady starts singing Polka. And I'm telling you, the past games three and four, the Devils have the life. It's going good. Why? Curtis Lazar is in for Miles Wood. We got Akira Schmid is in net. And I'm telling you, there is a lot of life in this Devils team. And it ain't over... Until it's over. And what did the famous Ric Flair say? In order to be the man, you got to beat the man. And I say, woo, it's showtime. I'm telling you, that is what the Devils have, is that Ric Flair mindset. It's really upping the Devils in that mindset. I'm telling you. I remember over a year ago the Devils were going for the draft lottery and they finally got their final piece in Simon Nemec. And now he's cooking up a good storm in Utica. But back to the Parrot Club in New Jersey, things are looking good. Other Eastern uh, quarterfinals are looking like they're almost done. But I'm telling you, the NHL playoffs is pretty insane, and it's a mix of some teams' power plays aren't working, some teams are not getting the right call, but I tell you, there are some other tied series uh, going on, and today you have the Minnesota Wild and the Dallas Stars. I like that matchup. It's a fun series. I think it could go seven, and... If I'm going with an underdog, if I'm using viget betting, I would like to think that the Minnesota Wild has what it, for what it really takes. Uh, you have guys like Matthew Boldy, Kirill Kaprizov. Uh, you really don't need to rely on uh, Marc-Andre Fleury so much. You can rely on Philip Gustafson. I've said it before several times in different places – that Sid is the future, and once Flurry is gone, you have Jesper Wallstedt, or Jesper Wallstedt, for those of you from Sweden. So that's going to be an interesting one to watch. And I really like this new rivalry uh, out west. You got the the reigning Stanley Cup champions in the Colorado Avalanche, and then you have the young upstart, uh, Seattle Kraken, I have a lot of respect for those of uh, the Avalanche fans. But me with the new uh, young team, I tend to lean more so with Seattle. Uh, I never liked Vegas um, as an expansion team uh, out west. I always liked Seattle uh, before. So I tend to like the way that they're coached and the way they play is more of a cooperative. I like Matty Beneers. Uh Definitely want to see Grubauer, you know, become more and more comfortable out West. And hopefully uh, the Kraken can start drafting some really good goaltenders. And I think with them being such a young uh, organization, and they're just gaining more experience against a uh, veteran heavy avalanche team, I think it's starting to favor a little bit of the Kraken. Uh, they, they got the momentum. But um, a team that doesn't have much momentum going forward for them uh, later today out east is the New York Islanders. They really have to do it. It's a do or die. And the Hurricanes are playing there in Raleigh. It's going to be very, very insane. And... The Islanders literally squeaked into the playoffs. Uh, Bo Horvat has helped them pro- project uh, to be a better team, but I still think that come next year, who knows what they can do. Um, I still think that they're going to be like a middle-of-the-pack uh, wild card team, and I don't want to put them any lower, but it depends on what they do in the offseason. Um Then you go to Game 5 tonight uh, in Dallas. So it's the Wild versus the Stars. Theoretically, Dallas would win, but you just don't know. Uh, Home records don't mean much uh, this season. And I definitely think Jason Robertson does score tonight. And you want to see Tyler Sagan do his thing. But I digress a little bit, but I think Jake Ottinger and Gustafson go toe-to-toe, and they look insane. Um, The Kings and Oilers today at 9.30. I believe more so in L.A. a little bit more, but not a whole lot, because it's still Jonas Corposalo versus Stuart Skidder. The only real thing that um, favors Edmonton more is they got Dry Seidel and they got McDavid. Plus, if Darnell Nurse could stop taking stupid penalties, it'll even favor the Oilers more. And it's just going to be an interesting series. I think it still goes seven. I really do. Uh, I still think the Kings come out, but I would be happier if the Oilers go past the first round. But I'm not trying to be too biased because I've been watching the, the King, not the Kings, but the Oilers over the years when they had won first overall so many times. So that's just something like that I've been following. But the the Bruins have a very good chance tomorrow at 7 p.m., to knock off the Florida Panthers. The Boston Bruins go back home to TD Garden, as they say back in Boston. I say TD Garden because I'm actually from the western part of Massachusetts, where I came from. But I'm just giving you a little impression what they say out east. But the Panthers are a team that can bounce back, they could be very chippy, and they have been. Matthew Kachuk has been a thorn in the Bruins' side. And I'm telling you, that's an interesting game. But Boston's got all the momentum. This is all on Boston to win it. But it's Florida's to lose. They have all that extra pressure. So by the time this episode gets uploaded... The Kraken and the Avalanche, we'll see how things go, whether the Avalanche or Kraken win. Um, the series could be over soon, but who knows? It's going to be an interesting one. But I will tell you, Thursday, you got the Lightning and the Maple Leaves, and the Maple Leaves are looking to get past the first round. I'm telling you this. This is the this is Tor- this is Toronto's uh big moment. Can they win in Toronto and close it out? Or will they give Tampa Bay extra life? But right now, it's looking a little different. Devils and Rangers, Thursday, series tied. I'm telling you, it was mayhem. Why? Because at one point after the Jack Hughes breakaway, it was one nothing. Akira Schmid was locked in net. And the Devils were just not trying to overhit, but they were also blocking a lot of shots. And they really looked more comfortable with Akira Schmid in net. Nothing against Vitek Vanacek. Vanacek is a phenomenal regular season goaltender. He looked very nervous in games one and two, but when you have a young netminder who is very composed and not anywhere as nerve-wracking as Vanacek, you just roll with that goaltender. And Akir Schmid, to me, just looks like to be that goalie of the present and the future. And if I am building a fantasy team... Of goaltenders, I tend to like Akira Schmeed, uh, Philip Gustason, Vitek Vanacek. Yeah, you want Alexander Georgiev from Colorado. Uh, Igor Shosturkin has been g- very good this season, but uh, last year was his Vesna year. But I stay. I still believe in uh, Akira Schmid as my favorite going forward, because he's so young and raw, not as raw as draft-wise. I'm talking about someone who's fresh out of the oven from last year and just got called up this season, and he's just been answering the bell. And I tell you, last night, I felt like I had faux agito because I was so nervous and Every time the Devils play the Rangers in the playoffs, I get nervous as hell. I absolutely do. I get sick to my stomach no matter how good the Devils are, I still get nervous. It doesn't matter how young or old I am. It's been since what? 11 years. My stomach feels knotted sometimes when I watch those series. So me just watching the Devils score those uh, critical goals especially looking at Jonas Siegenthaler with that 2 to 1 goal that snipe that was phenomenal and shooting it far side where Shesterkin couldn't reach it that's the hardest goal to reach in my opinion in all of hockey those are the ones that you're saying, shoot, I wish I was a few inches or centimeters to the other angle, and I would have caught that. That's just one of those, man, I wish I should have type moments. Um, now, usually a lot of people, even myself, I chat on certain people when it comes to empty net goals. And the doubles have been... Um, Not so good at getting a lot of the empty net goals, but they've been improving on that over the regular season. But now, when it came down to desperate measures against the Rangers in the dire minutes with the last two minutes left when Shusterkin was pulled, the Devils made a count. Uh, Jesper Bratt really tried to bank that one in. He just missed a little wide and back off the wall from behind the... uh, yeah, the trap is the trapezoid, and it really did bounce in favor to Andre Palat, who flung it home. And Palat's been a Ranger killer since his time in Tampa Bay, and that's one of the reasons why the Devils have good momentum, and Tampa Bay does not have enough momentum. It's because they're missing that Palat, and Palat was that guy who. Was stepping up to the line and bringing on his wrecking ball. So, just a little coffee break for a moment. And I tell you, I've been saying this hits and block shots are just as critical in getting those points. I started this little stat for you folks out there. It's called Sasquatch Isolated Defense. It's his it's hits plus block shots. And last night Andre Pilat had a SID rate of eleven percent because he had eleven total hits and block shots last night. And if you add that in, he was one of the main oppressors on preventing the Rangers from getting anywhere. Comfortable through transition and in the offensive zone, and the other thing is, you had Palat blocking shots, and then he contributed an assist, and then he got that empty net goal. So he was Sasquatching, and when you have those points on top of those hits and blocks, that your that is your Sasquatch score of thirteen points. So really, in in my books, Andre Pallott was the unsung hero. Uh, He really stood out. And Kevin Ball's been impressive. John Marino's been impressive. Those guys are stepping up on on the line, and they've been making a count, and they've been showing why Tom Fitzgerald should be general manager of the year. And maybe, just maybe, you have... The Bruins GM. I'm telling you. The East is full of beasts. And you just don't know until the first round is done. It's going to be a fun series with the West and the East. Whoever gets the Stanley Cup Final, I tell you. The ratings are going to be off the roof. But I'm not trying to harp my own. But it's just a really crazy time watching this fun atmosphere of playoff hockey and those who say otherwise I don't know what to make of you I am sorry but if you're listening to this podcast on YouTube please give it a thumbs up it helps with the algorithm plus subscribe and get on the notification bell and also, you can find my work, Odd Pucks and Pitchforks, blog by Fan Fansided. And I tell you, you can find me, Jersey Joe, on Twitter. And I'm also on LinkedIn. So, for those of you who are going to have a fabulous day, I wonder, where in the world are you? Are you in... Honduras? Are you in Las Vegas, Nevada? Are you in Washington State? Are you from the Garden State of Hockey, better known as New Jersey? And I'm telling you, give give yourselves a shout out and just say why you like this episode and this podcast. I'm also on Audible and I'll tell you a few other places, Amazon Music several other places, including Spreaker. But you'll find me here on anchor.fm. And I will tell you, this is going to be a crazy playoffs. But also the NHL draft is coming. And the Devils don't have a first-round pick in such a long time. But I'm telling you, the Devils draft really good outside the first round as well. And I'm excited to uh, cover the draft once again. And yours truly, I thank you for listening to Jersey Joe up, Heads Up Hockey. If you know what my colleague Jim Berger always says after a Devils victory, let's celebrate with seltzers. And we got a whole case of them. And I tell you. Have fun. Enjoy the rest of this beautiful week. And uh, please tell me what you think of my episodes and many more. And if you have ideas, questions, replies, be kind. Thank you. Have a great day.